Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And we're back, bitches. And I'm sorry, I mean, and this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Um, We resuscitated from the dead. We're back. We're like Jesus. (laughs) Okay. We're like Jesus. All right. Let's calm down. Let's (laughs) let's, let's tone our egos down a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) Jenny, we made it. I I was hesitant for a bit there for a couple months. I'm like, I mean, is are we coming back? Like, is this ever going to happen? Um, but here we are, me and you together. Well, not not in person, even though we live in the same city now. Um, but it feels good to be back. I feel the exact same way. You have no idea how relieved and euphoric I feel in this moment. Oh my God. <laughs> to be able to record <laughs> because <laughs> es que como me dio pena not like I don't know because so many people were asking when the podcast was coming back and remember that time we were at a restaurant oh my God we were yeah. at an outdoor restaurant in uh, Burbank and we were eating and this uh, sweet guy walked up to us and he was like, I'm such a big fan of hyphenated. When are you guys coming back? <laughs> and he looked at us with these like puppy dog eyes. Like it, it looked like an anime of the saddest boy you've ever seen. And this is how I remember it. Memory is tricky. But it made me feel like, claro, porque a podcast is, a, is, is kind of, it feels different than anything else we do. In social right. media, you get the likes and the comments and you see the engagement. And in in, in podcasting, it feels more it, – it's weird because it's more intimate. Like it does right feel more now, intimate. The person that is listening, you guys might be like driving or, you know, washing the dishes or, you know, I don't know, doing important stuff like writing a bill in Congress. You know, this is just dreams that we have very <laughs> important people listening. Um, <laughs> but like for us – we don't know who's out there and 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 how it's affecting them and it's in the last few months a lot of people have sort of come up to us and said how much this podcast meant to them and i i guess in like abstractly i was like yeah people listen to this but uh it it did it did affect me to see people actually express it in person yeah a hundred percent. There was someone else too that I bumped into recently in person and they asked about hyphenated and it definitely affected me in a good way. But also again, I, I, I felt helpless because yeah. I knew we were going to come back on air, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I didn't know when. And uh, I guess this is the point <laughs> in which we should explain to our listeners what the hell happened and what took us so long to All return. Right. Let's 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 get to what happened. So what happened was <laughs> what what happened was was that basically we were dropped <laughs> by our 
podcasting company. They were like, hey, um, yeah, you're not getting enough listeners. Your listeners are incredibly loyal. They come every week and it's it's a good amount of listeners. But for us to make a profit as a company, this is just like not making any sense for us. So they were like, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, that sucks. But it meant a lot to know that we had such a loyal um, I keep, I'm so used to saying viewership, listenership. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. The thesaurus. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, wow, that's really freaking amazing. Um, it, but it was a bummer at the same time because, you know, it was, it was nice to have a company helping us in this way. And so now it's kind of like, well, you're on your own kiddos. Yeah. So now we're self-producing hyphenated, uh, Kevin, Jenny, and I are just, you know, doing it all, doing doing all of it and self-funding. And so mm-hmm. um, that's been, I think, also part of the reason it's taken us a while to to sort of come back because it's required a lot of work on our part um, to get things going. Uh, but it's interesting because the company was like, yeah, we were hoping for like 100,000 listens an episode. And I was like, oh, that was what <laughs> that was what, what you guys we were expecting. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, eh, you know, it was kind of disappointing because it, we weren't we haven't been around that long. You know what I mean? I feel like we had the potential to, to get there. But, um, you know, it be how it be. Uh, <laughs> and there were. And there were so many lawyers involved. There were that so... That was really it. That was really what took the freaking longest, is the it lawyers. Was, it, I, I, you know what's insane? It was like, oh, we're no longer going to be making money off of this. It, this should be simple. Like, we're just going to be, like, making stuff for our audience that we love and adore. And the lawyer's like, well, uh, technically, um, according to, to Article A, B. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? I have a theory, and I think that it's like, I think a lot of uh, society is human beings creating obstacles to create the need for more jobs. Like, there's there's absolutely, why did we need, like, four lawyers for this? Like, it's, it's, it's like, well, four people needed to be paid, I guess. Like, what was the need? Anyway, well, sorry. Well to, cl- well, to clarify, right, because I'm sure some, you know, you guys are listening are thinking, well, if you guys are independent now, why involve all these lawyers? Well, it's because, now it's going to get more complicated, my brain hurts even saying this, but Pitaya is still, like, we're still on the Pitaya network, they're just not producing. Yeah. So because we're still tied to Pitaya, we had to have all these lawyers involved. And que se yo, I don't know, bro. <laughs> bro, I don't know. I don't know half of the things that happened to me. I, I literally <laughs> struggled to understand. I, I, you know, I have a, a manager, an agent, and a lawyer. And they take 25% of my money. 25% of my money. And it is, it's an insane amount of money. Um, again, <laughs> goes to my theory that human beings have created obstacles in order to create more jobs. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't understand half of, uh, half of the paperwork. <laughs> that, Bro, don't that even, happened. don't even get me started. I mean, I, and, I think that's why we have lawyers, right? Because I cannot, the language that they use 
that shit's worse than Shakespeare. And, and this is coming from someone who's done a handful of Shakespeare plays, all right? I can understand Shakespeare more than any single one of my legal documents. It's insane. Think but this and all is mended, that you have but stumbled here onto this clause. You have not appeared. Therefore, I don't know, iambic pentameter, that's as far as I go. Um, yeah, that's like what reading legal documents is. And all of these people read it for me and have opinions and then they like go back and forth. And anyway, that's that's what we've been going through, everyone. This, it's so boring. It doesn't matter. And I might I, I, as well. I, I will say this, though. I, I am I am like very grateful to Pitaya that in the middle of the pandemic, I was going crazy. You were going crazy. We didn't even know each other that well, Jenny. I had literally seen you in person maybe like once. We had talked on the phone like a couple times. And then Pitaya was like, yo, do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, yeah, actually, I have the perfect co-host. I don't know her. <laughs> and then I called you and you were like, yeah, bro, I'm game. It's a pandemic. I don't know what else to do. And you that's know, incorrect. I said bro at least five more times. But no, like bro, like literally bro, like like bro, like for sure, bro. Like, let's oh my god, do it, wait, bro. can we imitate you? Imitate me, oh. and I'll imitate you on that call when I asked you to be my. It was it was asking okay. you to be my co-host. Okay, okay. So you be Joanna, I'll be Janie. Ring, ring, ring. Uh, hello. Hola, Chama. Uh, hey, bro. How are you? Chama, ¿cómo está? Oye, te tengo una preguntita. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó, Joana? Ya, un segundo, un segundo acá que, que Dilaila está haciendo una cosa rara. Ya va, ya va, ya va. Puesita. Ajá. Hola, Chama, tengo una pregunta. What's up, bro? So, Pitaya... Uh, approached me, you know, and like they were like, "Hey, we need a host for you." And I was like, "Hey, why don't why don't we do it with Jenny, Chama?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like amazing, uh, dude. Let's do it. That was it. <laughs> my Jenny is so bad. I cannot. I feel like I can't imitate you in English. I can. <laughs> uh, you know who can imitate me in English pretty well? It's it's our producer Kevin. He like he did it. He did it a couple times. He. Because he was like, bro, I've been editing your freaking voice for so long. I start, I started talking like you. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, like, like literally like going like, like this. And I'm like, oh, so I'm Willy Wonka. Great. How <laughs> is that Willy Wonka? What version of Willy Wonka? Is that the Timothy, the t- Char- Timothy Charlemagne. Charla- Charlemagne champagne guy? The Timothy Chalamet. Like, yeah, I, I'm going to hate that. I'm going to hate that. Uh. Willy Wonka, but um, I think the Timothy. The Timothy. Um, we should we should give a shout out to Jordy. Oh, Jordy. 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 Jordy's the first guy who who reached out to me and was like, uh, "What's up?" Like, you know, I actually met him at Univision when I was at Flama. It like wow. ten years ago, he was working at Univision and we connected there. And then he started working at Pitaya and he. He sort of reached out and he's always believed in hyphenated. He's like a big listener. His mom's a listener. So thanks, Jordy, for supporting us. And you're my you're my Mexican brother. You know, every time I go to Ciudad de Mexico, I'm like, let's let's get a concha. (laughs) Let's get some badge. I've literally never said no, Jenny. (laughs) I had to, bro. I had to. <laughs> yeah, you you really, honestly, you did. And I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. So we're back. The point is we're back. Um, the f- funny story 
uh, right before recording, I literally, I literally broke down into tears. <laughs> you know, I was hoping we would talk about this because I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Um, it's so funny. I've never seen Joanna cry like this. And it was such a relatable <laughs> moment because, you know, funny girls do cry. Um, and <laughs> it was relatable. You were so nice because I it w- I was being insane. I was being psychotic because, you know, like it's been a while since we've done this. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Like we tried to record on Wednesday, but I had COVID again. We'll talk <laughs> Here we about go. this Here later. Here we go, guys. Deja God. vu, huh? Again, again, <laughs> COVID again for the fourth time. Um I I really have to stop hosting people uh, in my house. That's literally where I've gotten it the last three times. Um, but anyway, and I was feeling sick, so I couldn't do it. So today I woke up, hashtag relatable, with the worst period cramps of my entire life. And I was like, I cannot cancel today. Like the, the listeners are waiting for me. Jenny and Kevin are waiting for me. Jordi at Pitaya has been <laughs> sending us emails every week since like we stopped the podcast in 2022 or whatever. And, and I was like, I can't let anyone down. And I, you know, I was like, just, you know, buck up girl, like grow a uterus. Like you can do this. Women can do anything. You can do anything. Like everything's fine. And like soundproof the room. I like go throw up really quick. Then I like (laughs) put the minimal amount of makeup I can. Then I go throw up, throw up a little bit again. And then I'm like, okay. uh, Then a horrible cramp. And then I'm like, all right, Everything is set up. Everything is good. Don't worry, Joanna. You're here. I see Jenny's beautiful face. I see Kevin's beautiful face on Zoom. And then the fucking mic doesn't work. <laughs> and I lose it. I lost it. I lost my fucking shit. I lost it. I became like a little witch. Like a little freaking tornado of a witch. I just, I just, expl- I don't even know what it looked like because I, I blacked out. Jenny, I, you know what? what? I should have like? recorded it. I should have recorded it. <laughs> oh my God. It would have been so funny. You're like, you guys, like, you guys, like, I can't, like, like, I just don't know what to do. Like, my mic isn't working. My mic isn't working. And like, I threw up, and, like, my PP hurts. And, like, uh. Anyway, um, oh it, was my so, God. it was so relatable because, <laughs> obviously, I'm also, what's funny is that I'm also on my period. And I've had at least two or three other girlfriends this week tell me that they're on their periods. And I'm like, this is insane. This is the uterine Wi-Fi network. Yes. We're all synced, um, which is fucking hilarious. So we're all having like various mental breakdowns at different parts. <laughs> at the same time, I'm thinking about poor Kevin. So Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. He's on, he's on has, every conversation. Kevin has no, but Kevin. So. <laughs> and pobre. Kevin has been around for my PMS. Um, outbursts. (laughs) It's one of the main reasons why I was like, I need to get on Prozac. Um, (laughs) are you serious? Yeah. Your period was one of the reasons you got on Prozac? Yeah, because I have PMDD, which is a more severe form of PMS. It's, it stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And oh my god uh, by the way it sounds cool it sounds like a rapper like yo pmdd up on the stage you know what i mean like i thought it was gonna be something cool anyway sorry i interrupted Ooh, continue it was this, <laughs> it's far from cool uh <laughs> it was like ruining my life because i would start to evolve 
into a different creature um, pretty much two weeks before my period, two weeks. So I was only normal for like half the month. And then <laughs> immediately my emotions, my moods, I would have outbursts. I would get really angry. Um, and I, and I, I didn't feel like myself. I was like, what the hell is this shit? Oh and of God. course, I get diagnosed with ADHD and PMDD at the same time. And surprise, they go hand in hand. A lot of women with ADHD tend to suffer from PMDD. Because why the fuck not? And so... Bro, Prozac we have like, what's... we have a scrabble board of disorders. <laughs> like We have so many letters. We can make any word we want from our disorders. OCD, ADHD, PMDD. Yeah. But there's a D. There's always a D. We're literally a stereotype of what men think women talk about on podcasts. But like, I... I'm, I'm going to continue talking about my period for a couple more minutes before, <laughs> before we move on, which is like, <clears throat> bro, I've had... I've had like crazy shit happen to me, right? Like I've broken both of my elbows. I've broken my wrists. Um, I, my my cheek was ripped off. Like I've gone through insane painful things. Dude, my period hurts more than all of that shit combined. I swear to God, I, I, I would much rather go through the pain of breaking both my elbows than, than going through a period. And I have to do it every 28 days. I'm like, this is, this is psychotic. How, what, 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 what are the, the, the evolutionary benefits of having women literally just be incapacitated every 28 days with the moon? Like what is, what is happening? It's fucking insane. Imagine if we were men, imagine how much Imagine how much shit we'd get done. We already get so much shit done. Imagine how much more shit we'd get done. Yeah, I mean, the reality is we are forced to get shit done no matter what. I remember like nearly passing out in like half my jobs when I was younger where I had to work on my feet um, because your period really wasn't an excuse. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, but sometimes I'm like, how would men handle this? How, how would they? It would, I don't think it they. Be... I don't think they get it. I no. just don't, and I don't blame them. Like if I didn't have to go through this, I'd be like, I really don't want to think about this. Like why you, would I? You know? Yeah, I mean, not saying because there's obviously times that I'm just like in bed, miserable, right? But most of the time, I think we just have to grin and bear it, and we have to still go to work, and we have to still do our thing, and because we're so good at masking our pain, yeah. I feel like that's may probably confusing to a lot of um, people who don't get periods <laughs> that are like, oh, um, they're, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, what's interesting is, um, oh, I actually I blacked out because I had a cramp. <laughs> I was going to say something so smart. Wait. Oh, no. I, I completely blacked out. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know, no, I know what I was going to say. What I was going to say was, um, I think that like, oh, now at work, when I have my period, I literally tell everyone. I'll, oh, I'll I just, I'll just go to the office and then people are like, oh, are you doing okay? And I'm like, no, I'm, yeah, I just had my period. I'm not feeling it. And I see, I see people react like, oh, 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 oh like as if. As if I just said something taboo, like, oh, ooh, you are, you are of, of bleeding days. Ooh, you must be put in the tent of the bleeding women. Like, it, it feels like the most, you know? And, no, bro, um, I, I for sure feel that shit. I don't give a fuck. I do the same thing. I tell people I have my period. 
I don't give a rat's ass. If you're uncomfortable at this point in time with a thing that happens to women across the goddamn globe every month, suck a chode. Suck a chode. Yes. My yes, period bet. is also my, my husband's period. Like when I get my period, I tell him, I'm like, I have. I, I, I he cannot he cannot escape any detail. I'm like, wow, this month on a scale of one to ten, it's a nine point seven. Threw up twice this morning. Hey, can you get me? Uh, can you make me a coffee? I want to die. I feel like I'm being stabbed with a blunt object. Like, and he's like, okay, like it, almost like information overload. Almost like I just want to like share because for so many years I was so embarrassed about my period that like I kept it to myself and I never said anything to anyone. And now I'm like, oh. Oh, no, baby. This is going to be an open book and open my <laughs> vagina. You know? Let me tell you, the, the most open I've ever been about my period was a, some years back. And I, had to, I was filming a brand video at a studio mm-hmm. for Marvel with my mom. They flew uh-huh. my mom in. It was like in, in, in um, collaboration with Me Too. Uh-huh. And I had my period and I was wearing like this short like jean dress and whatever. I'm sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden, I get a gush. Oh, God. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the gush. Yeah, I know exactly. And (laughs) so, no one's going to want to eat a gusher again. (laughs) I just ruined gushers for everyone. Thank God it's not the 90s. And so, I have a gush, and I realize I stained myself. Oh, God. And in that moment, I'm like, what do you do, Jenny? Do you lie? And pretend and go, oh, <laughs> I need to go powder my nose. Or do you just fucking straight up say what happened? And that's oh what I God. did. I said, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. I just bled through my dress. I don't care if it was shocking or disgusting to them. I, I, I said it. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm at, I'm at a, let me tell you, bro. I'm at a point. In my, I, I've been this way, though, for a while. And I've gotten into a good number of arguments with, with um, certain male folk who are like, ew, I don't want to hear about your period. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. You know how often women have had to hear, especially from male comedians, about their cum rags and their crusty dick cheese? No, bro. Maybe dick cheese is too much to talk about oh my here. God, Jenny. But I'm going to talk about my dad dick is cheese. My dad is a listener of this podcast. I just want to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please continue. Please continue. Dick cheese. <laughs> no, Jenny. Ew. Ugh. Pero, Qué asco. Perdón, perdón. Continua. I, I, I think periods are much less disgusting than any of that. Sorry. I got the most random text message right now from my husband saying... <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, this is so weirdly, like, this is such a weird tangent. But he's like, the old hippie lady came by with the mayor of Burbank. What? That, what? I don't even understand that text. What do you mean? Is there, Burbank has a mayor, first of all? Is that, is it Mickey? Like, who is the mayor of Burbank? What, what? I forgot that when I was organizing my garage some weeks ago, one of my friends here in the neighborhood, she's this older woman. She's an activist named Dusty. And of course. <laughs> of course, her name is Dusty. Of course, an L.A. activist name is like something you would describe furniture as. OK, continue. <laughs> and she told me that she was having like this gathering in her house with the mayor of Burbank. And I guess it was today. 
And she knocked on my door with the mayor. With the mayor? <laughs> Sorry. So the mayor, while we were recording this episode, the mayor of Burbank knocked on your door? <laughs> yeah. This is not real. I, I'm sorry. This literally, we were talking about, you were talking about the most disgusting things in the world. And the mayor might have heard you talk about dick cheese. Like, literally. Literally. He probably okay. did. You were so loud, Jenny. Wow. Episode one of uh, Hyphenated Season 2. So much drama. So much... <laughs> So, you know, just a lot of guest stars <laughs> popping up. We have a cameo of a famous politician. I'm going to Google who the fuck the mayor of Burbank is. Mayor. I don't know if he's the actual mayor of Burbank or if he's a candidate. Constantine Anthony. Is it Constantine Anthony? Of course, he's an actor. Uh, wow. And his name is Constantine with a K. So that's how you know he's an actor. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, can I can I read you the first article that comes up when I Google Constantine Anthony, who I am assuming is the man that knocked on your door while you said <laughs> what you said? I am not repeating those words. I refuse. Burbank mayor addresses backlash over drag queen spanking video. I love him already. Apparently, he was at a show and he he like playfully spanked a drag queen for fun and like you know I think it was consensual, but um, that's the type of politician I you know I don't I wouldn't mind my mayor going to drag shows and playfully spanking a drag queen uh, consensually like you know that's that's better fun. than DeSantis. <laughs> Better than DeSantis. You know, you know what I think this first episode has done, Jenny? It's literally filtered out the people that we would not want to listen to our conversations. Like we've we've covered so much in the last I don't know how long. We're getting rid of insults, that's for sure. Um <laughs> I I do hope the men that listen to us uh don't feel <clears throat> Like, we will be talking about our periods every single time. But I, I do believe we are filtering the people that we would be afraid to talk, like, candidly in front of. So, you know, that's one thing that's coming out of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was just talking to Kevin a few days ago. And there was a guy who commented on one of my videos. Mm -hmm. And he said something like, finally, a girl comedian who doesn't have to talk about her vagina or bring men down to be funny. And um, I rolled my eyes so far back uh, when I read that. But Kevin's point was that in, in comedy, right, men have always dominated. And men yeah. get to say whatever they want. They can be as disgusting, perverse, yeah. crude. Um, and women have had to learn from men to be just as gross and just as like open and TMI um, mm -hmm. to be at the level of men when it, when it comes to the comedy world. And so, yes, that point. is that is why you have so many women who who do who are open about talking about their bodily fluids and and bowel movements and childbirth and vaginal fluids, whatever. But it's funny then to see men complain about that as if we didn't learn from men. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it's it, it it brings up the whole WAP discussion. The it, right, you know. Oh yeah, I know. Megan like, the Stallion uh, 
song that was a bop in, I believe, 2020 or 2021, um, that basically a song that, you know, talked about uh, women's excitable uh, biology um, right, right. with wet ass pussy and you know people were freaking out over it and then I remember I remember at first being like oh my god this is really vulgar I'm like really I'm like kind of like shocked by by these lyrics and then I'm like wait I remember in middle school singing the most atrocious songs about penises all the time like my entire childhood was like to the sweat drop down my balls. My balls. All these bitches, bro. All, all these women fight over my penis that has sweat dripping off it. Like this is disgusting. Like, Absolutely not. Absolutely all of it. Not. All of Absolutely it is disgusting. Well, all remember of it is the, disgusting. Remember the song that would play in clubs over and over again. That was like, wait till you see my dick. Wait till wait you see, see my, my dick. dick. I'm gonna beat that pussy. Ugh. I'm like, bro. Please, I don't. I, no, keep that in your pants, por favor, mijo. Oh my god! Oh my god! I love when you become abuela in real life. <laughs> like you are abuela. Like there's a part of you that is an abuela for real. You know, quiero ver tu pipi, por favor. Guárdalo, guárdalo. Like guárdalo, you know, por favor. so many songs about dicks, and I'm like, okay, so I'll talk about my vagina, and then everyone's like, no, 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 we can't have that. We can't have that. I'm like, y'all are pathetic. Anyway, y'all are fucking whack. They, you know. Well, I, I, you know, obviously women were not part of the limelight and the spotlight and a lot of their stories were filtered through men for so long. But then at the same time, uh, women's bodies, as we know, it doesn't belong to them. You know, men, right. society, I'm not going to say men because n- not every man believes this. That's crazy. But right. society, society thinks that like, you know, we came out of a woman's body, you know, uh, everyone came out of a woman's body. So therefore there's something like n- not okay to talk about. It's, it's, right. it's almost like, um, the grossness is not allowed because it's supposed to be seen as like pure, this pure, like she's a, this woman is pure. She's bringing life into this world, but then we don't like bringing life into this world involves sex. It involves, <laughs> it involves like gross shit like it is it is inherently disgusting but no one wants to talk about it no um but you know i think i <laughs> oh my god this feels so good can i just say parenthesis i miss this so much i've been doing therapy twice a week and i was like i don't know why i've been doing therapy like i need therapy twice a week this is crazy and i think it's because i haven't had this podcast i've just <laughs> like i literally have been talking to my therapist like and, and sh- like thinking she's my co-host she's like can we talk about your life and not about like a funny story and i'm like yeah for sure but first let me tell you something a little crazy that happened to me (laughs) um and then yeah and she's like okay what do you think this has to do with your trauma and i'm like i don't know queen pop off like (laughs) because we need to laugh at our our bullshit you know what i mean yeah i really i mean truly truly it's absolutely necessary and I do feel like in contrast to when I, we began this podcast, because I think when we started this podcast, I was really nervous. I, I, I think you were too. I just was like, I don't know how to do this right. Like, how do I do a podcast right? And so we would right. like plan very meticulously and um, I do a bunch of research and that'll still happen in, in the season. We will do research. We would co- we'll come more prepared. We'll like have certain topics that we, we want to inform the other person on. 
But there's something really um, nice about just talking to you. And like, it's almost, it is almost like a catharsis. And I, I, I guess I was shocked people wanted to hear us be ourselves. Do you know what I mean? I have trouble I believing people would want to hear me just being me and not being a scripted version or a version that, you know, has thought of the perfect retort or has has the perfect joke and setup. But like, um, I, I, I do believe that like the podcast I listen to, I've listened to many. I love feeling like the person is being fully themselves. themselves. Yeah, it it feels like I'm there at the table with them. Right. And as as, as I've gotten to know you a lot better, Jenny, because now I feel like we're close friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and at the beginning, maybe we were just co-hosts and like sort of people that knew each other. <laughs> now I believe we're close friends. Thankfully, because this could have gone one of two ways. We could have become friends or enemies. That's that's those. <laughs> it's like. Being a podcast, like being on a podcast is like being a roommate. Like those are, the, you know, it's the equivalent. It's the, it's like the conversational equivalent of being a roommate. It's like people oh, yeah. stop, people like break up after a podcast or they're like, bro, it's panaderia mia. I just said a boomer <laughs> Venezuelan word, panaderia mia. But I'm, I'm glad we've been able to uh, avoid, you know, hating each other. I, I quite love you very much, Jenny. Oh, Joanna. I mean, I'm very, I will say, I remember I'm on my period. I'm incredibly emotional. <laughs> I cried, no. I yelled. No, I feel the same way, Joanna. Like, I truly love you. You're amazing. I think you match my level of weird, which is hard to find. And so I feel the same way. Like, when people would ask us where the podcast was, I was like, damn, they really liked listening to me? Yeah. Uh, Because, again, people get a very different version of me online. I mean, when it comes to my characters, right? So they people associate me with La Abuela. They don't know how I really talk, how I think, how um, disgusting I can <laughs> really be. And, you know, my content is very family-friendly and... Um, but I like being able to let loose and and be myself fully. Uh, and I know it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I think that's just an issue that I've had my whole life being neurodivergent and especially not knowing that I was neurodivergent. So there's always that fear of not being liked by everyone and you want people to whatever. But that honestly just takes up way too much energy. Mm-hmm. And I just... I, I feel really happy that people accept me, <laughs> accept us for who we are. Because, um, yeah, it's still hard to believe for me sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we've gone on 17 different tangents already. <laughs> I don't even know what this episode is about. <laughs> but I think we've I think we've covered a lot of topics, you know, and um, yeah. honestly. But I, I think moving forward in this season, I think we're going to be very candid. We're going to be very honest. Um we're also going to, you know, switch things up a little bit. Um, we're going to be doing longer episodes. We're also going to be doing some shorter episodes interstitially. So instead of like a full 30 or 40 minute episode, you'll be maybe, I'm saying you, the listener, I'm in your ear. Hi. Um, you will be listening to just a funny story that happened to me or Jenny or even Kevin or even Kevin, I say, as if that's crazy uh, or Kevin, our producer. Um <laughs> 
So we're going to play around a little bit with the formats because, you know, this is fully our show now um, and we want to have fun with it and we want to um, we want to accompany you, listener. We want to accompany you, listener. We should also open up a new email. Do we still have the Pitaya email? I think I'd want to. Yeah, we do. Okay. Maybe we, I, I would really love to ask our listeners to send us literally anything and, and in some of these interstitial episodes, I'd love to just read some of these emails that people send to us for fun. I think the email is hyphenated at pitaya.fm. Am I correct? Hyphenated at pitaya.fm. Email us, you know, episodes, ideas you want to like listen to, uh, topics you're interested in, or like a funny story, uh, crazy words in Spanish, uh, anything. And, you know, we'll, we'll take a gander. We'll read, we, we read pretty much all of them. We don't, um, a feature all of them because we just don't have the time. Um, me and Jenny have 17 different topics of conversation going on in our brains at the same time. So, but we do read them. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be incorporating like new things into the season. Yeah, same. I think what was also, aside from the lawyers taking 40 years, um, <laughs> it was also us having this weird pressure of like, oh, we got to make the podcast a certain way. And it dawned on us that people like our podcast for a reason. And we don't have to get all fancy. We don't have to have this big fancy studio we should just continue doing the podcast as we've been doing it. Just like people have different tastes when it comes to TV and film and music. Same thing goes for podcasts. Some people like listening to podcasts that are have a certain structure. But I think people who enjoy listening to our podcast just enjoy the randomness of it all. and The, the many tangents and just being really open and vulnerable. And I hate this word, but it's overused, but I'll say it anyway. Raw. <laughs> it sounds so pretentious. I like so, my podcast. I like rah. I like my sushi, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, rah, rah. So uh, we're just gonna keep doing that, you yeah. know. I love it. I love it. So because Joanna and I are now producing this independently with Kevin. Yes. <laughs> I love that you forgot him. He's on the Zoom. Well, no, I was keep thinking it in, in the terms edit. of keep the this in the edit. Oh my god, <laughs> I wasn't thinking it like that, bro. <laughs> Oh, Neil. Um, I love it. Because the three of us are out in the Wild West together, alone in the desert, making this uh, podcast. <laughs> it's it's going to, you know, it's going to be different in that not every podcast episode is going to be the same length. Some are going to be shorter than others. Um, and there may even be a week that we don't release an episode. That doesn't mean we are dead. That does not mean we are dead. Yeah. It just means we got busy, baby. So that's really it. It's, it's we wanted to give you guys the expectations um, going forward um, now that we're riding solo. Uh, yeah. Wow, that was beautiful. Riding solo. Solo. On a tricycle for three people. Yeah. Riding on a, is that, no, a tricycle is a, is a bicycle with three wheels. What am I talking about? <laughs> what am I fucking saying? What are you talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> So it's a unicycle and you're holding me and Kevin on your shoulders. I feel like I would do that. We are a tricycle. We are the tricycle. That's better because I would try and hold you and Kevin while on a unicycle and and 
and convince myself I can do it. I would absolutely do that and then hurt all of us in the process. That's 100% something I would do. So you're the front wheel. And then I'm the front wheel. me and Kevin are the two back wheels. I'm the squeaky one. Oh, I love that. I'm the one that gets like hit like on a bunch of rocks all the time. And it's like, I'm fine. I love being the front wheel. I want to I want to be out here and just is like scraped and all like r- r- rickety. Wow. Wow. Okay. We're getting real deep now in our psychosis. I think Kevin is just the sturdy one. It's the one that has <laughs> nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's something wrong with it, but it's internal. You know, it's you true. It's true. You know why? Because Kevin has yet to catch COVID. Wait, so, what? <laughs> Kevin hasn't have. Kevin no. hasn't had COVID. Kevin is quite literally that wheel that you are describing. The unshakable, unscathed wow. wheel. Dude, while we've had this podcast, I got skin cancer. <laughs> okay, COVID. Four times, I've like fallen downstairs. I've broken a toe. Like you have been uh, diagnosed with seventeen new things, and Kevin hasn't even gotten COVID. What the fuck, Kevin? I I hurt my back while moving. Okay, all right. Okay, well, welcome to being in your thirties, bro. Yeah, I just tried moving my desk by myself successfully, and then I then I it hurt for like a week. Okay, okay, Kevin, you don't get to talk. You don't get to talk anymore. <laughs> All right, everyone, we missed you. We love you. We're excited to be back. Oh, and uh, guys, before we forget, um, now that we are our own producers, we are also our own social media managers, and we opened up an Instagram called Hyphenated Pod. So follow us there for clips and content and fun. Um, and life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I don't know what I'm saying. Alabao. Oh my god, that was so much fun. Was that the best episode in the world? That was really fucking good. I think that was. I was I- dying with the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>